Thank you for joining us here at Fellowship Church for today's message. Our desire is to encourage others to love God, love people, and impact the world. And we would love to hear how God is using this ministry in your life. So take a moment and visit us online at fellowshipws.org. Find the Share Your Story button and tell us what God is doing in your life. While you are there, you'll also find useful information about our church and other resources that will bring you closer to Christ. Thanks again for joining us, and we hope you enjoy today's message. Listen, I want you to turn in your Bibles to John the 11th chapter. Stay standing. We're going to read God's Word. Amen. Amen. Thank you all for your patience. I just came from UNCG. We were having homecoming. I had to speak for a worship service there. Amen. And God bless richly. Amen. Amen. So I'm already warmed up. How about that? I'm already stretching, warmed up. Amen. So God's about to speak. Amen. We are, we're, in, we're ending our series. Uh, can I speak to the manager? How many of this has been a blessing to you? Amen. Amen. The premise of the whole series is that you are the manager of your life and it's how you manage things. You cannot help what happens to you, but you can help how you manage it. Tell somebody, I am the manager. God is looking at you said the, the, the sum total of your life is how you manage it. The sum total of your life is how you are managing this life and how you are managing the vicissitudes of life that happens to you. Amen. Amen. And we're going to talk today from a topic called even now. Somebody say even now. Amen. Amen. There's a, there's a scripture in, in, uh, in scripture in the chapter of John, amen, in, in the book of John, chapter 11. And it talks about, uh, and we're going to start at verse 5, and it says, Now a certain man was ill by the name of Lazarus. Somebody say Lazarus. Of Bethany. This is the village of Mary and her sister Martha. I don't know if y'all remember that, but it was Mary who anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with our hair. Anybody remember that in the Bible? Amen. That one sister was in the kitchen preparing for the feast and, and one was crying. And she, she started complaining and said, Jesus, she should be working there with me. But Jesus said, she's doing the greatest thing. Y'all don't even know because she, she, she prophetically discerns that it's time to anoint my body. Amen. For burial. Amen. It was Mary who anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was ill. Right? It said, it said, so, uh, so the sisters sent to him, saying, Lord, he whom you love is ill. How many know it's good to know people? I'm so glad I know him so I can call a favor into the Lord. Don't you know, don't you know, you know, when, when all the tickets are sold out and, 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 and you can't get an appointment, ain't it good to know somebody on the inside? See, knowing the right person is better than money sometimes. Tell somebody, I know him. But look at Jesus' response. But when Jesus heard it, he said, this illness is, does not even, is not even going to lead to his death. It is for the glory of God so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Five says this. It says, whoa, lost. Whoa, screens are good. The technology is good until it don't work. Amen. It said, now Jesus loved Martha and her, and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that Lazarus was ill, look, look, at, look at Jesus. You would think. You would think that anybody they didn't gain favor with. You know, when, when she did that for Jesus, she's like, you know what? Y'all some cool people. I want to hang out with y'all. But look at what Jesus did when he heard that he was ill. So when he heard that Lazarus was ill, look at his response, y'all. He stayed there two days longer. 
Now you would think anybody that, you know, those are my people, you know, I'm calling in a favor. I'm going to put everything down. I'm going to run to them. Jesus' response was, I'm going to wait two days later. Now we have the benefit of knowing how the story turns out, but could you imagine how Mary and Martha said, I thought we was cool, Jesus, where are you at? Have you ever wanted to say, God, I've done everything right. I'm tithing. I'm living holy. I'm, do- I'm, 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 I'm giving to the poor. I'm checking all the boxes. And God, where are you? Jesus said, y'all my people. I'm coming. But I ain't in no hurry. Anybody ever felt like Jesus is, I ain't in no hurry. Look, look, then, 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 so he heard, when he heard that Jesus, that Lazarus was ill, he stayed there two days longer in a place where he was. Then after this, then after this, he said to the disciples, let us go to Judea. Not only did he take his time, but when he started leaving, he went to another city that was in the opposite direction. Have you ever felt like, God, I asked me this and you're moving all around me, but here I am in the middle of this mess. I see you blessing my sister. I see you blessing my brother. I see you, I see you blessing a heathen that ain't even doing right. God, what about me? anybody ever been there? I know I've been there. Thank God I see people that ain't even living right, ain't tied, ain't tied to the, to the beginning. Ain't living right. They, 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 do, they, they hypocritical. They doing everything. They making you look bad and yet and still got your blessing them instead of me. Anybody ever been challenged? God, what good is it to live in holy? What good is it to live in right when the wicked seem like they're prospering? So my, my topic today is even now. Somebody say even now, even now. You may be seated. You may be seated. I just want to set just a just 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 a, just a precipice of what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about not only management. Somebody say I am the manager. But today we're going to talk about how do we manage God's denial in His in His delay. We know, we know how to manage when God does it. We're going to shout when he does it. We're going we're gonna to tell everybody what he does, when he does it. But how, will you keep that same energy of faith when Jesus is taking his time? Can you still maintain your faith? When you, when God, God, I'm over here in the east direction and you see God moving, going towards the west direction. And they knew Jesus. They were calling a favor into him. They, they, weren't, they weren't like the woman at the well. They weren't like the woman with the issue of blood who had to catch him on the way. They knew him personally. And you would think anybody that you know personally, I could call a favor. You're going to drop everything to come. You know, I got some pretty important people in my phone that I could call. And they would come to my rescue in a minute. They would pick up the phone. But how, how would you feel when the person that you trusted the most, the person, you got to understand, she cried. She cried. She was humiliated. She was talked about for, for, for crying at Jesus' feet and wiping, it, and, and, and wiping her glory. You know it's a woman's glory. She gave him glory by, by wiping the tears off his feet. Do you know what she went through to sacrifice for Jesus and Jesus after all we've done for you this how you gonna treat me I'm just speaking to somebody in this place who's been doing all the right who's been crossing your T's and and dotting your I's and 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 you've been praying for other people and you saw and you seen God move through your prayers for other people but when you pray Seems like God's not answering anything. Has anybody ever been there when you felt like, God, 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 why are you punishing me? I've done all that you asked to do, and I've done more, and here I am, still sitting in this place where Jesus said, it's not unto death, 
but it's so that I can get glory. Could it be perhaps the closer that you are to him, the more he can get glory out of you, but it comes at the cost of, not, of, of waiting just a little while. It comes, at, it, it, it comes at the cost of things looking like it's going to die. It comes at the cost of when things look like the, the more I ask you, the more I seek you, the worse things get. But are you willing to pay the price to be close to the master? It seems like the one that's furthest away from him is the one that he does the most for. He said, let me go through Judea. And in the scripture, they said, Jesus, why are you going there? They hate you. There are people that are plotting to kill you. Why would you go somewhere where somebody's against you when you can go, when you can go show up for the people that celebrate and love you? His ways are not like our ways. His thoughts are not like our thoughts. And let me tell you, God has everything under control. Minister, somebody say, say, neighbor, neighbor, God's got everything under control. manage delay how well do you manage delay you have to understand that we are uh, impatient people we, we, we live in an instantaneous society where we can find out I can ask Siri what the weather is going to be and she, I don't even got to turn the news on no more they can tell me what it is they can tell me what weather they ain't got to tell me how bad the traffic is I can ask how the traffic is and, and the waves will update me immediately and tell me another way I can go to circumvent the traffic we have everything at our instant disposal but what, what is it when we live in a modern-day society where everything is just like that? And when I call him, he will answer. But what about when you call him and he does not answer? He's still God. He's still good. He's still merciful even when he's coming slow. But let me tell you, whenever God shows up, it's right on time. And can I tell you, if you're able to manage, it's not managing the time. You don't have control over the time. But can you manage your faith? See, it wouldn't be fair. If he showed up, Jesus said, I'm not going to show up because if I showed up too early, I won't get the maximum glory out of it. And you got to understand that you've been praying and you've been fasting and you've been seeking. But I'm telling you, God's delay is so here he can squeeze all the juice of his glory out of your situation. God had showed up when Lazarus had sick. They, they would have said, oh, he just had a bug. He just had something. It's just coincidence that Jesus, Jesus said, no, I'm going to wait a couple days to where it looks like everything's done. Everything's finished. Everything is impossible. And then I'm going to show up. So if you want to be close to Jesus, to be like Jesus, oh, I want to be like him. Come and fellowship with me, Jesus. We say all these things. But when we have to start walking out the existence of the relationship, sometimes we get close to people for the perks. Why are you next to him? Why are you close to him? Because rolling with Jesus, you ask, you ask the majority of the disciples, rolling with Jesus got them killed. Rolling with Jesus got them ostracized. Rolling with Jesus got them stoned and got them accused and got, and got people plotting against them. Are you sure you want to be close to this man named Jesus? Jesus said, he's not dead. He's just sleeping. They looked at Jesus with bewilderment. What, 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 what are you talking about, 
Jesus we got word that he's dead he said I'm simply asleep in 14 he says this Jesus told them plainly Lazarus has died naturally and for your sake I'm glad that I was not there oh God see this, this, is, this is the most for the mature saints today God said there may be some things that fell to the ground died crumbled withered and he said I'm glad for your sake that I wasn't there are you mature enough to say God I'm glad you let some doors close I'm glad that you let some things wither on the vine because it was if it was meant for me I'd still have it if it was meant for me to still be there look, but sometimes God has to dry up a place to move us because we become too comfortable you remember how, the, how you know how the prophet was at the brook God said if you go down by the brook you're gonna have water to, to sustain you and I'm gonna send birds to feed you every day and the prophet got too comfortable and God said I've got to dry it up because your dependency is on the resource and not the source and God said I want you to depend on me only God said these resources these jobs these way that I provide you they are resources but I am the source And it was good for it was good for everybody in the in the whole scenario, even Lazarus. It was good that I was not there. And you crying to God, why weren't you there? Why we God said it was a good thing. See, you see, he knows he is Alpha and He's Omega. He's the beginning and He is the ending. He knows He knew He knew from when you got in that situation how the thing was gonna end. All he said, all you gotta do, you got to trust the director you gotta trust the writer of the script you gotta trust the architect he told Jeremiah Jeremiah 29 11 I know the plans that I have for you even though it looks bad I got plans to prosper you I don't have plans to curse you I've got an expected end for you but you got to trust the director of the play it's your job to follow the directions it's your job to be on your cue. It's your job to speak when the director says speak. No, 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 no actor what they're waiting, waiting go says, um, you think that ought to be my line? That's what, no, if you're doing that to the director, you will find yourself looking for another job. God said, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. Yea, though I lead you through the valley of the shadow, there is no need to, there is no need to fear because I'm with you. I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. You can't manage the outcome, but you can manage your faith in the process. God said, what I need you to do, I need you to manage your faith. And look, look, look what he told him right here. He told him right there. He said, I, I am glad for your sake that I was not there for this purpose so that you may believe. How many of you know if God showed up every time we called him instantly, we would not believe. We would trust God like rubbing a genie lamp. God, I need another one. God, I need another one. We would get ourselves in all kind of predicaments knowing that God's going to come rescue me. But God said, it is, it is good for your sake that I didn't show up when you called me because your faith needed to be stretched. Everybody can trust God when he, when he shows up. We say, God, I need it. He said, here I am. What about when you called him and he hadn't answered yet? What about when you call him and something is on a deadline? What about when you call him and, and, and the very thing you're speaking life to begins to deteriorate and die even the more? Can you trust God 
when he waits two days and is taking his time. You got to understand, we have finite minds, and, and God gave us time so we can measure eternity. But the fact of the matter is, God doesn't deal with time. He created time. God is not relegated. God doesn't move quickly, but God moves suddenly. That means it may take years and years, but at the right moment, at the right time, when God's will and your will are aligned, suddenly God will change a thing. We've been looking for God to move quickly. God said, I'd move quickly for nobody. But things will be moving this way and it looked like it's going down and suddenly God will insert himself into time. And today God said, I am, a, I, I, I am posturing myself. As you posture yourself, things that you've been praying for for a long time, you're going to move from the waiting to a suddenly stage. Somebody say, God, thank you for suddenly. God, thank you for suddenly. God said, if you would just manage your faith, if you would just strengthen your faith, God is a, God's timing is strategic and it's purposeful. I'm going to say that again. God's timing is strategic and it is purposeful. God does not play games. If he told it to you, that means he intends for it to be existent in your life. But that doesn't mean it's going to come on your timing. God said, God said it, 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 it's, for, it's for my ultimate glory. So I'm strategically, I'm strategically going to let Lazarus die. I'm going to strategically not only die, but the word of God says when he got there, that his body had already started decomposing and he was starting to stink. He said, that's the right time for me to show up. Look at this. On 17 it says, now when Jesus came, already found Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days and many of the Jews came to Martha and Mary to console them concerning their brother so when Martha heard that Jesus was coming she went and she met him but Mary remained seated in the house Martha said to Jesus Lord if you had been here brother would not have died Lord if you had been here my child wouldn't have got sick Lord if you had been here I could have saved my marriage Lord if you had been here I wouldn't have lost my job Lord if you had been here my children wouldn't have, wouldn't have gone out there and done them crazy Lord if you had been here God said just because I'm not active does not mean I'm not here even when God is waiting, he's here. Even when God is silent, he's here. I'm omniscient. I am, I, 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 I am I'm not present. I am everywhere. And even when you don't see me moving, don't mistake that for I am not near. I, Paul, Paul said, if I make my bed in hell, God, you are there. If I ascend to the highest mountain, God, you are there. And I want you to know, if you will settle yourself, see, see what, he, what he was telling to the disciples, he said, it's good for your benefit. He said, you've gotten so used to me that you don't even know when I'm still there and I'm still moving and I'm still present. Even in his silence, God is still working on something. We put God in a box and unless you're doing it like this, 
unless you're doing it like this, unless I'm speaking in the tongue, unless I'm, unless I'm shaking and a quaking, unless I'm doing something that's within my usual cultural mode, unless you're moving like I'm used to you moving, God, I don't consider you moving, but I want you to know that his ways are above our ways. His thoughts are above our thoughts. God is the ultimate chess master. He's making moves that you don't even know about yet. about what when God is going to do it and how he's going to do it. Control the controllables. That's what I tell my friends and family that are in this anxiety all the time. What can you control? What can you control? You can control what you say. You can control how much you believe. You can control, you can control what you do. But you need to control the controllables. So tell somebody, control the controllables. We are worried. That's the reason people are all in this anxiety because they are trying to worry about things that are out of their control. You got control of how much you believe. You got control when you make, we wake up everyone and say, God, I, I declare that this is the day that you have made. I'm going to rejoice and I'm going to be glad in it. I don't know how you're going to work it out, but I do know that you're going to work this out. And I believe as a result, as a result, God, I declare and I receive your best for me. I thank you, Lord, that today you're going to give me an answer to this life's dilemma. And if you do not do it, God, I will not step back from believing and trusting because even if you're not present doing it, I know that you are able because your record is good with me. And so therefore, I put my reliance and my trust in you. Not only are you able, but you're willing to do it. And so as a result, God, I receive the good that you have for me on this day. That's how you maintain your faith. Oh, 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 look, 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 the word God says. He says, when he gets to 17... She ran out to him and said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Look at this. But even at this state, even at this state, he's dead four days. He's stinking. You're late. But even now, I know that whatever you ask God, God will give it to you. And I want somebody to know at this state that it may seem like it's past its time. All you need is for the master to show up. I want you to understand. I want you to listen real closely. It may be dead. It may be stinking. It may be rotten. But when the master shows up, that changes the game. She said, she said I would rather you had come before he died. But now that you're here, even now, that, that, even, that even, that's somebody say even now. Even at this state of decay, even at this stage in my life, even with this, how many, the, the, even though, even though I've got this diagnosis and it's degraded to this point, even at the point of my business, even at the point of my marriage, we're just about at the point of going to the courthouse and ripping up the, and ripping up the marriage license, even now, I believe you can do it. And there are people in this room that have been dealing with loss and, and, and dealing with destruction and dealing with sickness and depravity. And you say, Lord, I've taken loss after loss. I've taken blow after blow. I've taken disappointment after disappointment. But I've got so much faith in you that even in 
this state. You can cause a dead thing to live again. Anybody believe that in this place? Anybody believe that in this place? Look, 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 look. She was disturbed enough to be frustrated. She ran out to him almost in disrespect. Jesus, where you been? Had you been here in time? My brother wouldn't have died. Look at what she said. She said she was disturbed enough to be frustrated, but knowledgeable, of, uh, knowledgeable enough to know that it's not too late. Anybody ever been frustrated? Come on, come on, come on. Frustrated with God's timing? Frustrated with God's will? Say, God, it would be easier if we just went to A to B. That's the straightest line, God. When I ask, you're supposed to just grant it. And then, you know, you look good. I look good. I ain't got to worry about the issues. But God said, I don't do it like that. I don't do anything that is easy. Oh, you would think that you got something to do with it. You would think that you are the one that made it happen. God said, my ways are higher and above your ways. I'm not getting my maximum glory. She said, so even though you frustrated me by not showing up, I'm not going to let frustration turn to my doubt. I still believe. Anybody frustrated but you still believe? Anybody say, I'm frustrated with time because I know the stakes. But nevertheless, I still believe that when you show up, that when you step on the scene, that when you speak on my behalf, when you are my advocate and you go to, you go to the Father on my behalf, something is about to change. And I want you to know, brother and brother, brother and sister, that I don't care how bad it is. I don't care how dead it is. I don't care how, 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 how painful it seems. Don't let go of your faith. Everybody's standing on my throat. God said, even now. God said, I've been delaying. To provoke you. Somebody say provocation. God is a mender. He's a healer. He's a restorer. But he is also a provocateur. You know when you were little, you had to get that one cousin, that one sibling that just provoked you. to you to get a reaction out of you. I'm not being disrespectful to God, but you have to understand that God will stay silent to provoke you. God will tell you not right now to provoke you. You got to understand that this trial didn't come to kill you. It was for the stirring up of your faith. He said, I, if, 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 I, if I gave it to you immediately when you ask you, you still have weak faith. And some of us, it's not a matter of the amount of faith. It's the strength of it. There was a difference between having a lot of faith and having strong faith. Jesus said, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, y'all understand how, how small a mustard seed is? You can fit it on the tip of your finger. Tell somebody, sorry, it's not the amount of faith. It's the strength of it. It's the strength of your faith. We think 
if I got a lot, of, if I got a whole lot of it, I can do a lot. No, God said, God said, with the, with, the, with the faith the size of a mustard seed, it's the quality of the seed. It's not the size of it. And some of us, we don't have high quality, high potency faith. And God said, the only way I'm going to do it is if I deny you a little longer. Because, because, you see, some of us have faith atrophy. You know what atrophy is? See, see that means atrophy is when you, when, you, when you don't use your muscles. That's the reason. I remember when I was in the hospital, they had to make sure that I got up and walked at least once a day. They, they would like me to walk about three times a day. So they, 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 because it's almost like one, like one day in bed is like three days in the bed to your muscles. And so you have to understand, God said, if I don't stress your faith a little bit it's gonna you're gonna you'll have a lot of it but it'll be weak God said I'd rather I'd rather have a little bit of faith that is strong that is tested that is proven God said I can move with that we think you need a lot God said I don't need a lot of faith I just need a little bit of faith but I need it to be strong and the woman of God said I would rather you had come early but I'm not foolish enough and I'm not frustrated enough to blind me to the opportunity that you're here. Tell somebody beside and tell him he's here. I spent a lot of time in my life waiting on my wife. You know, she, she's just one of them people, you know, she just, we get there when we get there. But I'm so glad when she comes. I've been a little frustrated. I can move forward now. Because you're here now. And some of us have been bogged down in frustration. We're so frustrated with God that we don't even realize he's here. fussing at me when I'm here why are you crying over spilled milk and opportunities and time when I'm here I don't owe you an explanation I'm God and I know what I'm doing but don't waste your moment because I'm here and I want you to know he's never left you but he's closer now than he's ever been trivialize over that. I'm not going to be petty. You are bored. You're supposed to come sooner. I would have rather you been here but now that I got you here even now even now at this state he's here. Tell somebody about a hand. Tell him he's here. Say don't, 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 don't fret. Don't fret over all that other stuff. Don't fret over how. Don't, don't fret how, how the story, the ups and downs and the ins and outs. Look, you should have been here, Jesus. You don't know what I've been through. You don't know the pain. Look, you, would you shut your mouth and fix your mouth and your attention on him because he's here. Somebody lift your hands. He's here. I want somebody right now just begin to worship him. God said, don't, don't, don't worry about where I've been. Just know that I'm here. 
And, and even now, I can fix the situation. Even now, I can reverse the diagnosis. Even now, even now, even now, if he fixed it when Lazarus no longer had breath in his body, you're still living. You still have blood running warm in your veins. You still have been touched with the finger of life. What are you going to do now that he's here? I need somebody right now to begin to worship him. Come on, come on, say, God, even now, even now, even now. Even now, even now, even now. Come on, say God, even now. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, do you have the faith of Martha? Are you able to manage your faith to a point and say, God, even now, I'm going to trust you. Even though, God, I was disappointed. There are some people that have even been angry with God. Yes, God, I hear you. I know I, there are somebody in this room that has been angry with God because he did not come when you wanted him to. That some things died and some things went to the wayside. But God said, I'm here now. I wasn't there then, but I'm here now. So my question is, what are you going to do now that I'm here? Even now I can do it. With all that you suffered, God said, even now. You gotta have a Martha type of faith. You gotta have Martha, you gotta have a Martha type of faith. That I don't understand it. I don't know why you didn't come, but I'm wise enough to know that you know what you're doing, God. And even now, I know that you can make dead things live again. I thank you, Lord, that even now you can reverse a diagnosis. I thank you, Lord, that even now, somebody say, even now, Lord. Even now, Lord, it's not too late. It's not too late. The time hasn't passed. The season hasn't passed. God said, even now, I can reverse. God said, I can make it just like it was two weeks ago. It went from summer to almost winter within the same day. God, God said, I can, I can cause a revolution to come around. And your window and your opportunity and your season can come around again. God said, even now, I am doing it. Even now, I am shifting. Even now, I am squeezing hearts. Even now, I am, I am releasing favor. Even now, I am going into the cells of your body and I am changing things. God said, even now. God said, I may, I may have stopped talking, but I never stopped being God. I never stopped being in control. I, God said, I, I, I was looking. I sit high and I look, I look low. I see everything. I know every move that you're making. You're my child. I know my child. I know how much you can take. I know how much you can bear. I know how long you can do it. And when I'm ready, and when your faith is ready, and when you're able to receive, God said, suddenly, I'm going to show up. Somebody need to give us some even now worship. Somebody need to give him some even now worship. Somebody need to give him some even now worship. Come on, open your mouth. Say, God, I don't understand it, but I know this is an even now moment. I know this is an even now moment. That everything may be dead, it may be decayed, it may be stinking, but even now, God. You can do it. Come on, come on. Somebody lift your hands if you know that this is an even now moment. Come on, some of y'all don't perceive the moment. Some of y'all don't perceive the moment. That even there are things that you've been waiting on that God is saying, even now, I can do it. Even now, even now. Come on, come on, say, say, God, I believe you. God, I believe you. God, I believe you. God, I'm not going to fuss about your delay. I'm going to embrace your delay because now is the time. Now 
that you're here. Now that you're here, I am trusting in your ability. Just because you are late by my time does not mean that you are not able. God said, when I show up, I bring my ability. I would not have showed up if I didn't intend to change something. God said, when I show up, change shows up. When I show up, transformation shows up. When I show up, resurrection shows up. Even now, come on, say, God, even now, God, I believe you. In this pain, in, in, in this sorrowful state, in this state of turmoil, in this state of what the devil would want me to not believe you, even now, I believe you can do it. I believe you can do it. I believe you can do it. Thank you for tuning in today with Fellowship Church. We pray that you were blessed by the message, and we would like to connect with you through our website, fellowshipws.org, or facebook.com slash at the fellowship. If you are ever in the greater triad area, we would love for you to be our VIP for weekend worship experience on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. On behalf of Pastor Tony and the Fellowship family, thank you again for joining us. And remember to love God, love people, and impact the world.